Thank you, Holy Spirit. Your name is to be hallowed. Hallowed be your name, O God. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Lord, we hallow your name. We honor your holy name. Thank you, Jesus. Just worship God. Worship Him. Worship God. The Bible says that God is seeking those who will worship Him in spirit and in truth. And one way to worship Him is to honor, is to hallow His name. Lord, we worship Him. Make Hadozi pray this O Parashit. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, we have worshipped. Father, Lord, we look up to you this moment. Speak to each and every one of us. Let your word come with grace, with simplicity. To transform us completely, to make us to conform to the image of Christ in the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you, gracious Father. Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Uh, good afternoon. We are welcome. Let's greet one another. Let's just welcome one another. Praise the Lord. Ah, we are welcome. As I was considering and trusting God, Lord, what will you, um, what is your will concerning this, uh, this afternoon? What will we have us here from you and then the prayer focus? Then I sense that God is begging us that there is a plea from God and I just want to share the plea from the heart of God to us. And um, Romans chapter 12 because God is looking for a people who will represent him effectively in this commission and then of course in our other spheres of activities praise the lord Hallelujah. so take note of that god is looking for people who will represent him who will stand for him anywhere they find themselves praise the lord and god found people like Daniel, Michelle, Azariah, and Ananiah, that's the one that will cause you to have Michelle and Abednego. God found them. They stood 
for God in a strange land. Praise the Lord. Amen. I believe we know this. We believe we know the story. For Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego, they were given appointments. Not long after they were given appointments, they were promoted in Daniel chapter two, the last verse. And then following chapter three, the Nebuchadnezzar set up an image that people should worship, but they stood their ground. And so God is looking for people that will stand for him, that will honor his name. Because at the end of that chapter, Daniel chapter uh, 3 now, after Nebuchadnezzar saw that, oh, these people, they trusted in the Lord their God and God preserved them from the rage of the bunny fairy farms. He said, he commanded that nobody should speak against the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Anybody that does that. So the name of God was hallowed, was honored. Praise God. These days, God is looking for people who will sanctify him, who will honor his name among the heathens, and people will come to the saving knowledge of him. Praise the Lord. Amen. And so the Lord is begging us. Romans 12, verse 1. He says, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. Okay, let me just stop there. Now, how many of us here, you know that you have not enjoyed the mercies of God? Is there anybody that has not enjoyed the mercies of God? You know that God has not even shown you any mercy at all? Is there anybody... You think God is not merciful enough. Maybe God is showing you, but it's not enough. Praise God. So we have, in various forms, enjoyed the mercies of God. Even for the fact that we are here, we are alive, it's by the mercies of God. And in view of that mercy, God is begging us. So I beg you, I entreat you, I beseech you, brethren, brothers and sisters, by the mercies of God, that you do what? The Lord is saying, I want, I, God needs a body. Say, so present your bodies to God. Now, in this, in this context, now your bodies means your whole being unto God. And it says, in what manner? As a living sacrifice, only acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. Of course, I won't have all the time to, um, to explain all this. But we are going to pray. Just briefly, we are going to pray. But God is begging us. God, Jesus Christ is looking for your body. That he will inhabit. And then he can live through such a body. Praise the Lord. In our various divisions, in our family, in our, in our society, Jesus wants... You know, the Bible says God is spirit. Jesus... He wants to dwell in us and he wants to he wants to live out his life that does the christian life that's what it means to be a christian a christian means that it is jesus that is living yeah. uh, galatians 2 verse 20, 21 i think paul says i am crucified with christ nevertheless i live yet not i but christ lives in me but Christ cannot live in you if you don't surrender 
if you don't yield yourself to him. Praise the Lord. So he says, Christ lives in me, and the life I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself to me. So the Lord is saying that your body, your whole being, presents it to God. And in what ways? Let's even look at your physical body. The Lord is saying your mouth. Yield your mouth to him. It means that whatever comes out of your mouth will be for the Lord. It will not be, you know, filthy talks. You will not engage in foolish talks. You will not engage in talks that will dishonor the name of Christ. So those are ways by which we can yield ourselves to him. So it says, present your body as a living sacrifice. Sacrifice that is alive. That means you are dead, but you are living. And it simply means that Christ is the one living you. You are dead to self and sin. You are dead to ambitions. You know, earthly, worldly ambitions. You are dead to your own self-will. When Jesus came, Jesus offered himself unto God on our behalf as a living sacrifice. As God, he humbled himself. He denied his own will and he embraced the will of God to die of us. The same God is expecting of us. Yes, God knows you have ambitions, you have your own will, you want to have your way, but deny yourself. Take up the cross of learning the way of Christ, the cross of doing what the Lord wants you to do, and follow Jesus. Praise the Lord. So, that's one way of presenting our bodies a living sacrifice. Holy, acceptable unto God, which is a reasonable sacrifice. Now, what does it mean to be holy? Who can tell us? I really wish that we have interactions. What does it mean to be holy? In simple language. Very, very. Who can tell us? What does it mean to be holy? To be righteous. To live a righteous life. Yes. Yes. Yes, sir. Consecrated unto God. Yes. Any other? A what? A sinless life. Yes. To be pure and undefiled. Yes. Well, correct. Well, correct. And also, in addition to that, holy means being separated. It conveys the sense of being separated, separated from sin, and dedicated to God. It does not mean that we are living out of the world, but it means that our life is different. Actually. To be holy means that you are different, you are distinct. God, when the Bible says God is holy, God is high and lifted up, that means you cannot compare God with anything. God is in the class of his own. In terms of purity, now when you talk about righteous life, those are manifestations of a life that is distinct. So the Lord is saying that he wants a people among us here that will be different. That will be distinct. Oh, other people, you know, the way of this world, the Bible say, okay, the, the world that is in the world, the lust of the eyes, the lust of the flesh, the pride of life, these are things that the children of this world, they engage in. We must not join them. Praise the Lord. So that's what it means to be holy, to be different. And the grace to be holy, to live a holy life, the Lord will release unto us in Jesus' name. Amen. Because that's what God requires. And it says that this, when we do this, 
our lives will become acceptable unto God. And that is your reasonable service. Your reasonable service, as far as God, God is concerned, your reasonable service or your act of worship is not just limited to coming to church or going to church, uh, singing, dancing, giving your friend, and all of, all of that. It, it involves a life that is yielded to God, that is dedicated to God. So God is begging us. Praise God. And you know, when we know sometimes when we pray in the church, or even you understand when you ask people, are you born again? Everybody is born again. But there is a warning and there is an instruction. As we sang that song, I just remembered, uh, I think that should be First Timothy chapter 2, when the scripture says, 2 Timothy chapter 2, that nevertheless the foundation of the Lord stands sure. Having this seal, the Lord knows those who are his home. He now says, let everyone who names the name of Christ depart from iniquity. Praise the Lord. And Jesus again in Matthew chapter 7 verse 21 to 23, he says, not everyone that calls me Lord, Lord, that's naming, you are naming the Lord. Not everyone that calls me Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of God, but those who do the will of my Father. So the Lord, through the, the, um, this scripture, is appealing to us that he wants us to live a holy life. He wants us to live a life that is distinct. A life that honors the name of Jesus. That when people see you, they will not, they will not blaspheme the name of Christ. But they will honor the name of Jesus. Then verse 2 of Romans 12, as we pray, says, don't be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Now, the world has a mode. It wants, there is a way the world wants you to think. The world wants you to, to talk. The world wants you to dress. Those are the mode of the world. The world wants you to be like them. But God wants us, me and you, to be like Jesus. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And being like Jesus... Is we can only be, be, become like Jesus when we are being transformed, when we are transformed by the power of the Holy Spirit through the Word of God and, and the Holy Spirit. That is the goal of our salvation. The goal of you being born again, me being born again, is not so that we can have the things of this life. You don't need God to have money and all of those things. You know, the rich people in this world, they don't even, they don't even believe in God. But there is some, there is, there is, a, there is a riches in Christ Jesus that is beyond all those ones. And so that's the goal of God calling you to himself, is to be like Jesus. That means to be united with Christ. You know, to become one with Christ. The will of God becomes your will. You are the mind of Christ. You think the way God wants you to think. Praise the Lord. What matters to other people or what moves other people does not move you because you know the Lord. Praise God. There is a song, um, I don't know if we know it. Jesus the pattern song, Jesus the faithful high priest. I will sing of his love, I will sing of his glory. From the outer court, through the inner court, we go beyond the veil to be united with 
Christ. So we don't know the song, right? Because it's an ancient song. We don't sing it again. Now, <laughs> now what that song is saying is that we, we, from the outer courts, other people, everybody, all the worshippers, we, we leave that level. Through the inner courts, we even go beyond that level. We go beyond the to be united with Christ, to become one with Jesus. That's the goal of our, of our, of our salvation. Let us rise to our feet. God is looking for a people that is distant, that we honor him. Just release yourself to God and Lord Jesus, I release myself to you. I don't want to struggle any longer with you. I want to be that person that you are looking for, to represent you. Lord, I yield myself to you. I yield my spirit, soul, and body to you. I yield my life to you, Lord Jesus. I yield myself to you. I yield myself to you so that you can live in me, you can dwell in me. The prayers of Paul to the, for the Ephesians, the Colossians, he said, I pray that Christ may dwell in your hearts by faith. Lord Jesus, I yield myself to you. Lord, I yield myself to you. I present my bodies to you as a living sacrifice, only and acceptable unto you, which is my reasonable service. Lord, I pray. I reject the mold of the world. The world will not squeeze me into its mold. I will not be worldly in my mindset. I will not be ungodly in my ways. But Lord, I pray that I will be holy, pure in heart and life. That my mind will be transformed by the word of God. That my will shall be aligned to the will of God. That my emotions will be subject to the control of the Holy Spirit. My whole being will be for Jesus, will be available for God. My heart and life is aligned to God. Spirit of God, come into me, dwell in me. Lord Jesus, make my heart home for you. Dwell in me, live in me, Lord Jesus, and through me. Oh Lord Jesus, I receive grace to overcome, to overcome the world, to overcome the, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, the pride of life. I, I receive grace to overcome sin, self, Satan in all its manifestations. I receive strength in my inner man to live for God, to walk worthy of God, to serve the purpose of God. In the mighty name of Jesus, Father, Lord, I pray I will not be a fake Christian. I will not be fake. Lord Jesus, I pray that your spirit will indwell me. In the name of Jesus, Lord, I pray for the indwelling of God in my life. That I will become like Jesus. Thank you, gracious Father. We give you praise. In Jesus Christ's name we pray. Amen. Father, we thank you. We appreciate you. Lord, we yield ourselves to you. And Lord, we pray that all your labors, all your mercies and grace towards us will not be in vain in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, gracious Father. Thank you.
In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.